Well, you got to let it seep, sir. About 15 to 20 minutes. No, yeah, steeping not. only like two minutes, right? Two, three minutes. Not if you do if you're doing regular bullshit lifting tea. Dude, I I asked her 25 minutes ago. Oh. That's not nice, Byron. Have you have you gone out and asked her? She is she okay? <laughs> exactly. You know, things happen. She might got might have got busy. Jesus so Oh, well, we record too. Huh? You, so I mean, Roger, if you want to, Roger, 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 I'm starting this. <laughs> I got <Yeah>. that. <laughs> Remember that time you talking shit about that? <laughs> and I took up for her because she's my friend. <laughs> Y'all ready? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Baby. What up, what up, what up, what up? Once again, it's your favorite podcast, Three Brothers No Sense. I'm joined with my co-host, Buff and Rozzy. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. Yo, I just want to let you know that uh, I am eating this nice, tasty, little Debbie Christmas tree cake. I can't wait for Thanksgiving to come and go so I can get into this actual Christmas time. It's too Um, early for that, man. That's, That's sacrilege. Nah, man, as soon as they hit the shelves... That's when nah, you get Christmas man. cakes. Nah, man, that's that's sacrilege. And oh, and also, I want to say how sucky McDonald's curbside is. It took me thirty-five minutes to get my dog on a chicken nugget meal for my daughter. She was all hungry, and I did the little curbside on the app. Went to uh, like little the spot four, and thirty-five minutes, bro. Thirty-five minutes. They said yes, we delivered it, and then I waited another five minutes. After they said they delivered it, they didn't deliver it. So I had to walk in and say, hey, y'all said y'all delivered my food. And they were like, oh, our bad. We marked it, but we didn't get a chance to walk it out. I'm like, come on, man. Come on. Look at them trying to like Popeye's taking all that time for some chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah. So McDonald's curbside sucks. McDonald's, you hear this, y'all owe me $5.28, however much it is, for a six-count nugget meal. You trying to get like Buff who got that... uh... That refund from uh, Eddie V's. Yo, listen, listen. (laughs) I I, I was not looking for that. All I did was say, you know, it was great the first time. The second time, not so much. I did throw a little shade in there and I said, you guys were were my number one, but now it's Del Frisco's. And the manager jumped on the post and inboxed me. And next thing you know, I got a $200 gift card. So where'd you post this on? It was on Facebook. You know how you get the uh the the different uh, sponsored ads that come through your feed, and yeah. I just I just felt like commenting. I ain't think nobody's gonna check it out. <laughs> so guess what I'm about to do for a living? <laughs> <laughs> oh Nikes! Oh anything that comes up. Yeah, I used to rock with Nikes, but you know I was warm and they kept giving me blisters, and you know just I just I mean I'm just I'm a Adidas guy now, you know like I just can't. You know, free J's. <laughs> that's, that's the plan. I hate I told Tabitha about it now because uh, I could have got nice. about three. I could have got about three meals off this two hundred dollars. <laughs> nah, but she definitely. She, she definitely all that in one. All time. that, and, and she might invite you. <laughs> I know, right? Like, you gonna you know, use that gift card? Because the two hundred doesn't count. She's gonna be like, well. We already got 200, so we can go a little over that if we need to. That, you know, that's how she gonna count it up. <laughs> yep. Uh, you got anything else for us, Buff? Nah, man. Uh, she just brought me a nice glass of tea, cup of tea, not glass of tea, cup of tea. So I'm in a relaxed mood, man, ready to do another good show. I'm very happy after having Sherman on last week, man. So just in a real good mood right now, bro. Okay. Well, I do have a bonus pick. And I was blaming you guys. Uh-oh. So you remember it maybe two, three episodes ago when we did the the hall pass? And my, <laughs> my great or used to be great wife had no hall pass. Mm-hmm. And then she had to, while we were on the call, you know, I called her and we uncovered two for her. I think it was Idris Elba was one of them. And some dude. I, I don't even know his name anymore. Yeah, that doesn't even matter. He's a Tyler Perry dude. I, f- I figured out who he, she's talking about. That doesn't matter anymore. Because that list went from two. It's about seven now. <laughs> <laughs> she, 
Man, she just been looking at dudes like man. Every time I turn around, so to check exactly. So check this out for you guys that don't know. I'm a I'm a Jadena fan, and so we went to go see Jadena this weekend at the House of Blues in uh, Houston. And my wife uh, prefers her men chocolate until this Jadena concert. So we're halfway through the concert. And her and a chick sitting next to her that I we have no idea who she was, all of a sudden have this thing for Jadena. So he gets to a point where he wants to call people on the stage. She's trying to go on the stage after she added just she five minutes prior, she had just added him to her her uh her list. So I'm like, <laughs> no, man. No, that's like that's like buying a gun, bruh. It's like a 25 <laughs> waiting period or something. You can <laughs> somebody as you beat them. <laughs> nice try, Z. Nice try. I'm like, this little Negro thinks she's slick. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna push you off the stage. And the, I guess the, when I say that, the chick over there just, oh, you're not gonna do that to that queen. And I'm like, little do you know, it's about it's about to go down. So, uh, babe, your list is no more. Ain't no, I'm on that tab of the ain't no hall pass because uh, obviously you think you can get your hall pass when you want. And uh, I don't even know who's on it anymore. Like she just kept adding people to the list. I can't. I, I can't even remember. I can't. Even, I can't keep up with it. So that's my bone to pick with you guys. Putting that in my my wife's head the whole time that happened. I was thinking about the was it Eddie Murphy Raw uh, when he said he married his wife and she, she didn't know any English. And then she got over here and started talking to these American women, and she went, "I want to have Eddie." <laughs> like Eddie. Eddie now my wife has been corrupted by my podcast thanks a lot fellas <laughs> whose question was it was it your I question it was definitely wasn't my question because I didn't I have a hall pass actually I think it was yours buff it was yours it was yours as buff. a matter of fact you my see bad. little evil try to pass it on <laughs> <laughs> my bad <laughs> Man, uh, man, I don't want to talk about this. Let's pay some bills. Oh, All right, fellas, we back. My favorite part of the show is question time. Let's um, let what I want to ask. I have a couple of questions, but okay. So I know everybody's seen the video of the young lady, the mother who beat her child. Yeah, I was trying to figure out how to politically. Correctly say that. She beat that boy. Beat the Peter child and posted on and had it on social media. Uh, Then there was some flat because of what she did. And then she goes back on social media and tells her side, which was made, in my opinion, made everything even worse. Um, So, and, but the thing about it, you had a lot of people who came at her, but then you had a lot of people defending her as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to attack this young lady because I don't know the situation. I don't know everything that happened. So my question for you guys is, we all from Mobile. We were all raised by black mamas. We grew up in the South. What was the worst whooping you ever had? Wow. Mm. Why? And explain the details around it. And the final question is, was it worth it? And do you think they got their point across? Did it change anything? Or was there a better way to have done it? Um, man, I did not get that many whippings. Um, so none of them were just like, just awful. I mean, they all hurt, of course. But I remember a time, me and my cousin in Pritchard, Alabama on Montgomery Street. My dad had just told us, you know, we riding our bikes. He was like, stay on the sidewalk. I think he might have said it two or three times. Make sure y'all stay on the sidewalk. I'm about to go, you know, to the store, wherever he's about to go. I'll be back. Y'all stay on the sidewalk. Cool. Go stay on the sidewalk, Pop. Man, we waited till he was clear. <laughs> and my cousin, I mean, he's passed away now, but uh, if you're looking down on me, sorry. I got to tell you how it is. It was your fault. This Fred. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was. It was Fred. He was like, uh, come on, man, let's go. So <laughs> I was like, all right, got in the street. And sure enough, my dad must have forgot some because he, he come back down the street and he saw us with our bikes in the street. Man, he made us march upstairs. And I think he whipped him. You know what? When you're a kid, 
get your whipping first. Because when you're watching somebody else get their whipping, it looks, it, I mean, it makes you that much more frightened, man. <laughs> yeah, that is that is definitely. <laughs> so he whipped my cousin, then he whipped me, man. And uh, that's one of the ones. I got another one for cursing. I don't know why I recorded myself on a tape cursing. I don't know why, but some kind of way. Stupid. He was, yeah, he was looking for a tape. And he found <laughs> that tape was blank. <laughs> And he played it. And I remember I was in the room with him. And he played it. <laughs> and it's me on there like S word F M F <laughs> kiss my A. I was like, oh shit, it's about to go. <laughs> so yeah. That's like that heart. It's about to go down. So those are the two that stick out in my mind, man. But nothing, nothing traumatizing like the like that little boy had on that video. Right, right to tell. I, I feel like uh, Lily and Dad, Dad brought that thing. So I feel like they didn't play. <laughs> they, they didn't. I mean, there were normal whoopings though, but for the most part, um, one really sticks out in my head though because it wasn't just a whooping. They're like me and my dad fought, and so what ended up happening? Yeah, well, no, it, it really wasn't my fault this time. So. My mom was, you know, just talking, 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 talking about how I, I don't respect her. I disrespect her. Da, 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 da. And I was like, you know, I got so much respect for you. I let you whoop me because at this point I was like 13, 14. Right. You know, and I'm I'm, at the, I'm I'm bigger than her. I'm stronger than her. I can stop her from whooping me if I wanted to. And I'm that's like, subjective. You know, huh? that's that's an opinion. It, it, yeah. So she was like, what you mean? You can stop me. You can't stop me from whooping you. And so she like swung at me and I like stopped her hand. I was like, see, I can stop you anytime I want to. And she was like, oh, OK, OK. You want to hit me? I was like, wait a minute. Ain't nobody hit you. <laughs> oh, So she calls my dad and is like, guess what? Rossi just hit me. And I was like, no, I didn't. I'm in the background yelling like, no, I didn't hit her. But, you know, my dad, of, of course, he going to believe my mom. Over he got me. no choice. Yeah, yeah. So he can't let that slide. So, you know, and he, he was like, okay, I'm on my way from work. So he actually clocked out, left work, came <laughs> to the house. Oh, I thought he was there. So you talking about you. So the, the ties with whippings is the whooping you have to wait for and the whipping you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting for one. And so I'm, you know, I'm sweating. I'm sitting in my bed. I'm laying in my bed watching TV, like, you know, trying to play it cool. I'm like, I, you know, I, when he get here, I'm, I'm thinking about what I'm going to say and how I'm going to handle this and everything. And so I hear my dad, like, pull up, you know, the tire squeal and everything. It's like, Skrr! he gets out. He walks to the door. I'm like, all right, my heart's beating. And it, when, when, you know, you hear the saying on site, like it was on site. My dad walked through my bedroom door, didn't say nothing, jumped over the baseboard of the uh, bed and just started going to work. Like, whoa, whoa, you ain't going to hit my wife. You ain't going to hit my wife. And so, you know, we roll off the bed or whatever. And, I, and at that point, I'm like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to like defend myself. At least I'm going to get him off me. So, you know, bad decision. I, yeah, that was a very bad decision. So, you know, I swung back at him. He hit, he, he he rocked me one good time. And um, so at that point, you know, I'm I'm standing back and and so he's tired. So I was like, okay, all right, so it's calming down. And then I finally tell him, like, I didn't hit her, you know, I I, I stopped her from hitting me. So he was like, That's it, that's that's bad enough. And so we finally like got to a point where we we were ready to talk. I think he was just tired. So, but that let me know that one, I could actually hang with my dad if I had to. but at the same time like you know it it was one of those things man that you asked is it was it worth it or whatever it really kind of showed me that one it did show me how to stick by my wife as i got older like it don't matter i'm gonna i'm gonna protect my wife and I'm, i'm gonna make sure that you know if she feels threatened that i'm gonna handle it but at the same time, it made me think about, okay, I got to get the whole story and I can't just fly off the handle. So it, you, I guess you, it taught you, me some you lessons. You think that out as an adult or as a child? What, when you were 13, you're 38 now. What was going on in your head at 13? Like, did it 
did it teach you not to hit your mom again? Or because that's something you weren't going to do anyway? Or did it like, man, they don't listen to me, yada, yada, yada. I hate my parents because I feel like you probably, you didn't, you didn't have that I hate my parents uh, moment. Well, in his opinion, he didn't hit his mom. I know. I, I didn't. I mean, do y'all think I hit my mom? No, I didn't hit my mom, but you know, the which would have made, which would have made me more upset. Well, it did. It did. But at the same time, I think it, it made me two things. One is understand that like words really matter. And, and like me saying, I respect you. I'd let you whoop me and stuff like that. <laughs> even if, even if what I intended wasn't what came over, uh, what she got from that was different. So so was it your dad being you that got that message across or was it what your mom said that changed it, changed your thought process? I At that point, none of that came across out. Like you, you were asking, was it being older? I started to understand. Uh, it definitely was me being older, but I did understand my dad's take on it. Like, oh, you know, that's the thing. That. Um, and, and so like, I wasn't mad at my dad at all. I, like after that, like truthfully, I, w- I wasn't even mad at him. I was mad at my mom for lying because she basically lied on me. But, um, you know, even with that, it, it's one of those things that I did kind of think once everything calmed down, I was like, she felt threatened. Even if I didn't actually hit her, I can understand her feeling threatened that I'm saying I'm letting you do this and I'm grabbing her arm and everything like that. Because, you know, it's one of those things that you, I am stronger than her. You know, at that point. And so it could have gone to the point where she would have been like, oh, I'm going to get my gun and come after you or something like that. And and so like the, the situation with a girl whipping her kids and everything and her going back, I watched her coming back and saying, you know, my son threatened the teacher and everything. So, you know, if, if she was going to whoop him, she probably should have done it um, behind closed doors or something like that and not try to embarrass him. But at the same time, she pulled him out of class. She didn't do it in front of the students. I'm, the teachers were watching, but when we were growing up, teachers used to paddle you. So you would have got a you would have got a whipping from basically from the teachers, and then you would have went home and got a whipping from no your parents. Teacher, no teacher ever paddled me. No, I never got in trouble like that. But I mean, I understand what you're saying, uh, and I didn't really want to get into that debate. Maybe we'll get into that a little later on it. Um, Buff, was there anything that your dad could have done? Uh, to have stopped you from going out in the street outside of whooping you. And I guess, did you go back out in the street the next time you were out there? Or did you like, I'm never going to the street again? <laughs> no, I stayed out the street, man. I don't know if there's anything you could have done because, you know, it was my older cousin that, you know, I, I pretty much followed everything he did. So it's just so one of those things, one of those lessons you have to learn as a kid. So could he have gotten you to go out in the street again? My cousin? No. Yeah. No, not after that. Okay. So the whipping was only, that was the only way to make you change. Um, I hate to say the only way, but it, it helped me change. I think I know what you're getting that too. I don't think whippings always work. It just depends on, on of course, the child and the infraction and, you know, what yeah, it is, you, yeah. the behavior that you're trying to stop. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, you know, and I'll, I'll, and I guess I'll start with this. I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't have a strong opinion either way. Right. I'm like 60, 40, probably 60 against 44. But also, like I think you said, it depends on the person and the situation because everybody's motivated by different things. Um, And I have a four year old and I have a daughter. So it's definitely a lot easier not to want to, especially as a man, to want to put your hands on your daughter. But I got a six month old son coming up and I feel like we already uh, we already locked eyes a couple of times. So. Uh, I think he might be testing me, but oh yeah, boy, boys gonna try you. They gonna try you. Yeah, but you know, but the thing about it is, think about because even when I was reading those posts and seeing people and how everybody bragged on, you know, well, my mama did this, my mama did that, and like my dad did. It's almost like a badge of honor, and it was like, yeah, it helped. It might have helped set you on the right path, but how many of us had those brothers, sisters, cousins? friends that stayed in trouble, got beat every day is almost like clockwork and it didn't change anything. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the reason it worked is because the, the whooping was there, then reinforced with a loving environment, a loving family, you know, like after that, like you said, your and, dad and, talked to you. 
Yeah, and and it was for me, it was few and far between. Like it wasn't yeah. like I was getting whooped every day. It wasn't like yeah. we were getting whoopings, yeah, you know, yeah. constantly. It but really you've been around those, but you've been around those people that get whooped all, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And like you said, it, it it they a lot of them they it becomes numb or they become numb to the whooping. Uh it's no big deal at that point. But you know, if it's I, I've been on punishment. I've been on punishment, done the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, you uh, that type of thing. At that point, I did stay on punishment, but it was for different stuff. I didn't do the same thing over and over again. Yes, you did. I, I did. I did. But it was one of those things. I mean, it, it was a it was relative, right? Like they, I think my parents knew that whooping me wasn't gonna stop doing stop me doing what I was doing, right? It wasn't gonna stop me from skipping school. I skipped school because I really didn't have anything to do at school, so. You know, I was probably going to skip school even if they whooped me. And, and I think they knew that. They were trying to teach you to come up with better excuses, sir. I think so. A lot better. Bro, something this, I, oh, something I learned Something I learned from my dad that uh, I appreciate was whenever he whipped me, he would, you know, explain to me why and, you know, what he expects out of me. Like, we, he, we would talk about it after. And that's something I've implemented with Jasmine a few times. I've popped her like... You know, once the crying is over and stuff, do you know why I whooped you? And, and this is why I don't want you to do whatever it was she was doing. You know, it's my job to protect you, keep you from danger. And if you do this, you know, you can put yourself in danger. So I did appreciate, even as a kid, I appreciated him, you know, taking the time time out to explain. And yeah. something else, and something else I don't do either, Ferg, is I've never spanked Jasmine while I'm angry. I, I just think that's a good policy not to hit your kids while you're angry. And that's what I didn't like about the woman in the video. It seemed like she was angry at the time and was just beating him like she would somebody her age. And yeah, that's what I get better at. I've never done that to my daughter out of anger, but I know I'm not even saying I have a temper. It's just, I don't know, but I've never just struck her out of anger and stuff like that or struck her. I don't never, I've never struck my daughter, but you know, um, that's something we just got to consider, you know, like there, there could be some good and things we need to reconsider when it comes to how we were raised. So my, my situation was picture this, I'll call it summer 90. I think I was in a fourth, going to the fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade. I was in Dallas summer going out to play with my friends. And I told my parents I was going out. They told me, they told me, they didn't even tell me to come back. They just like, come, you know, Back then, you know, you went out, you came back when you were hungry, you had to go to the bathroom. So I come back to the house. My mom and dad, like, meet me at the door, dressed, ready to go. And apparently, I was supposed to know, I was supposed to get baptized that day. And I ain't know. Some, I missed the memo that I had came to Jesus. But we definitely had to come to Jesus that day in the house. So I came home for the sole reason to go piss Cause I was right around the corner, man. My dad beat the piss out of me, not the shit, but the piss out of me. <laughs> so I'm like, I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go to the bathroom. I guess he thought it was me trying to get out of this whipping. And so he's whipping me. I'm trying to hold it in. He hit, he hit me in one spot. Bam. Faucet. <laughs> so then I get whooped for peeing on myself. And I'm telling you, I gotta pee. You whipping me. And so when I pee, man, it was horrible. <laughs> I'm going to get you a shirt and say, I got to pee. And then like, I can't breathe. One of the I can't breathe shirts. And then I go get saved. Wow. Where was Jesus then? <laughs> Where were you then? He had forsaken me or something because, man, it was rough. Like we were rushing. We had to drive on the other side of Dallas and all that stuff. And it was crazy because I'm like, I didn't get it. I didn't know I was supposed to be someplace. And it just had me like I'm. I think I might have been angry as I was getting baptized. Yeah. You know, like it was just, but I didn't get it. And I feel like it was overboard and stuff like that. Um, I mean, to me, it was it's pointless. I guess I get it as a parent, but I ain't missing nothing else. I tell you that much. <laughs> uh, but then the only other time I can really, not only other time I can remember getting whipped, but the one that stands out to me was call it two years later, two three years later. I was um. It was Mardi Gras Mobile. I'm walking back from the parades with my 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 dad and my my sisters and my cousins. 
So it's me and three girls, three or four girls. And, you know, we're probably sixth, seventh grade, you know, at that age, they're cackling and doing all this stuff. And you get annoyed. I was getting annoyed with them and stuff like that. And so I'm yelling at them. My dad, like, stop arguing with those girls. And I'm like, I keep walking. And he said, they'll do something else trying to annoy me. And I'll turn around, say something else smart to him. This dude turned around and just backhand. I, he, I didn't say he turned around. He just reached back, backhanded me, landed me square in the nose. He playing that perfectly. I'm leaking. Mm. I'm leaking. And you know how it is. So what is not as bad as having to wait for a whipping or watching, watching <laughs> a whipping. It's getting whipped by yourself and everybody else looking at you like, ooh. And so now everybody walking around like that just shouldn't happen. I'm over here leaking. Every, like It's like the the the, uh, the sea parted. Like we all walking close and all of a sudden ain't, ain't nobody standing by me now? <laughs> like y'all don't see all this blood dripping on my shirt? And then I got in trouble like sniffling and crying like and don't say nothing. Stop crying. Stop. And I'm like this Negro. Oh that 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 made me mad when I was younger. It's like you just whooped me and you telling me stop crying or don't cry. Like I, I think that is a big issue. Um, not letting, <laughs> not letting the people get it out. Like that's, and was, that's an issue. And I feel like I was a good kid, so I'm walking around looking for some support. Like, did not, did ain't nobody see this? Where was CPS back then? Did we have CPS in the nineties? They they were there, and if you threatened to call CPS, you was getting beat to sleep. So that's why nobody yeah. did it. Yeah, but nah, man, I remember that like it was yesterday. Uh, so Tisha, Jira, Tia. Y'all could have helped a brother out. Y'all all walked around like nothing happened. We were supposed to be, you know, family. But I get it. But uh, I, I think I heard somebody say one time, they were like, children, you know, three and under, four and under, don't really have the cognitive ability to understand, like, why you're whooping them. Uh, and And you can't really talk to them and and explain things to them because they're still really learning how the world works right so just kind of show them that's the wrong way go the right way you you got a course correct but whooping them is not going to change anything uh and then when they get older they can understand why you need to talk to them and everything like that and so again why do you need to whip them when you can just explain what's going on what's the you know Again, like you, for you said, as long as it's wrapped in a loving environment, the the need for whippings go away, for real. Um, because those kids, you can tell, I can tell my kid right now, I'm disappointed in you, and they will break down and and like cry real tears just from me saying I'm disappointed. So the 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 environment lends itself to not have to whip kids. Um, what ends up happening is if there, if you're in an environment that there is a place of anger and everybody in that house is angry, the parents are angry, the child's angry. The only way you're going to get through to that child is to whoop them because they don't trust that you actually love them and you're get, you have the best interest when you tell them to do things. So, or you're being hypocritical. They see you doing things, but you tell them not to do it. The whole do as I say, not as I do thing. So that's the other part about it. I mean, you you have to be a role model and you have to set that tone. Uh, and then you you won't have to have as much corporal punishment. I'm, I, and I'm never going to be like, oh, don't touch your kids and everything like that. Because there are instances where you got to pop your kid. Hey, don't touch the fire. Hey, don't touch this. Don't run, you know, on the ice. Those types of things where it's like, hey, I got to get you out of it. Um, you might end up popping a child. But, you know, this this whole constant, like I said, every day, every weekend, whooping a kid that that's that's not going to help, man. Yeah. So Scott's the same way when it comes to being disappointed and we don't even have to say anything. So we have a the stuff that we did in kindergarten, uh, the green, yellow and red card system. So Mm -hmm. and her what we call a little Scott corner, you know, she's doing something we told her more than once, like Scott, yellow card. And that that spoils her day. That 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 literally she apologized and everything. But her goal is to get off that yellow card. Mm-hmm. And we've been doing that for probably eight nine months now. And I think she's got a red card once. And I mean that just that tore her down. Like her 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 goal in life became to get rid of that red card. 
So uh, Jasmine the same way, Buff. You you were tab disappointed in her and her world crumbles. Most of the time, I can just talk to her and and make her cry. So that's another reason I haven't had to whip her that much because she gets it. Like you say, she hates to disappoint us, so she'll apologize and for the most part correct it. But I think that's that's part of that loving envi- environment. And you set that loving environment and you let your, your kids know that you love and support everything they do. And even when, you know, Skylar's four, so you're constantly correcting her. She's not going to, uh, even when she knows right, like sometimes she just doesn't do right. And it's just hard for her to, you know, maintain, you know, stay still, stay still, stay still. What's that over there? You know, mm-hmm. so definitely uh, people keep up. Do what you have to do. Raise your kids. We're not experts. We're all new at this. So not judging things to consider. Who's next? I'll take it. Um, wanted to get you guys uh, answers on this. What are some of your past biases and stereotypes of others, of course? Past? Oh, it can, they can, they can current. <laughs> I, you know, I don't I didn't know if y'all wanted to state some current ones or not, but they could be current as well. <laughs> uh it, it's funny, but truthfully, a lot of the stereotypes that we have, and are you just talking negative stereotypes or are you just talking about stereotypes in general? Because in general. Okay. Because the, the thing about it is, it's a lot of the stereotypes we had back in the day were based on what we saw, what we had been taught by society, right? So we talked about that whole implicit bias and, or, uh, you know, inherent good in white people and inherent bad in black people. There was a lot of self hate because of that. I mean, I think, you know, I, I even it, I made a joke about it. You know, a lot of us do steal. I think a couple episodes ago. Uh, when you were talking about um, the Timberlands and yeah. you were like, <laughs> you were like the dude asked you about it. And I was like, a lot of us do steal, you know, and, and that, that is a bias in itself. Right. And, and I think that happens a lot. We have a lot of biases um, that you, you just deal with on a day-to-day basis, you know, um, darker skin, big black guys are just scary. Right. I mean, and, and you're going to protect yourself or at least square up or watch them a little harder um, than, than somebody who might be my size and light skinned. And, you know, you assume that they're not a threat, even though, you know, they might go shoot up the school or something. So you never know, but there's always that assumption. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I still do it. And that is a bias that I still have. If I see somebody in streetwear with, you know, a baggy shirt or baggy, um, you know, jacket, and then I'm probably going to assume they they live in the life, even if I know that they probably aren't. You know what I mean? So it, the biases are still there and, I'm, and, and we still have to deal with them. Um, it's getting better. I mean, I think as as society and as we we start to see more and more people dress like that dressing in like hip-hop wear and 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 urban wear you you start to be able to get out of those stereotypes but they're still there um and and we definitely got to get out of them in the same way you know the 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 idea that oh if a person's white they're they're automatically they they were qualified for the job or a lot of times they're not qualified for the job, but we think they're not qualified for the job and they got it by, you know, a nepotism. So that's that's a negative stereotype towards white people that a lot of us hold is that they got it because of nepotism and not their hard work. But then we have to work super hard. Um, so, you know, it's one of those things that we, we have to watch our biases on both sides and our stereotypes on both sides. Um, that's not one that I hold right now, but I'm just saying in general, a lot of people still do have that one. Mm-hmm. So as a child of the 80s and 90s, I think I was a a, a child of propaganda. Like mm-hmm. I bought into whatever the narrative was. So, for example, you know, Byron, I went to Phillips. Razi, you went to Clark. When I was at Phillips, I just assumed every white kid at Phillips had money. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Byron, do you think of one broke kid, a white kid at Phillips? 
Uh, I can, to be honest, I can barely think of any of them. But I mean, like, not even <laughs> but, names. Yeah. Like, I can, yeah, but like, but you just assume that they came from money. You know, like they, they, they yeah. you know, um, but also assume that most of y'all have money too. But it just, it was just certain things. Even you know, there was a comment made today about homosexuality. You know, even when, and that's a bias that I've had to challenge myself, and I think I've really done a one hundred and eighty on that. Is when we think about homosexuals, we always think of effeminate men. Like mm-hmm. uh, that homosexual lifestyle It's like if you didn't know who they were, if you didn't know their sexuality, you would not know this person was this. And if they were and if they are and they are not the quote unquote typical gay guy or whatever you want to call them, then he's trying to fake it. Like this is how you're almost telling them how they should act, even though you don't like right. how the, the stereotype acts. So those are things like, you know, um, because even when we talk now, it's like, well, I don't want them acting like this and I don't want them acting like that. And it's like, do you think all gay people act the same or all, you know, just like all black people don't like the same? And I guess stereotypes on what black people are supposed to like and don't like. You know, uh, when we talk about black black culture all the time and you don't like this music, you don't like that music. Like, uh, I probably listen to less hip hop or rap than probably 90% of the black guys around me. Not because I don't like rap. I mean, I listen to it. It's on, but I'm not a. I'm not saying I'm not a fan, but it's just like I don't get into it the same way everybody else does. Mm-hmm. And so, if you don't do this, you're soft, or you you know you're you, you know are you using that white people music? Like, no, I just like music. You know, it is what it is. I know. Growing up, I used to because I was big into education and stuff like that. I remember growing up, I thought to be successful. I had to go to like one of these Ivy League schools or even go to, you know, something like uh, UT or Texas A&M, you know, at least a a predominantly white school, you know, PWI to get a good education and make it in life. And then you realize that, you know, education is what you make it in. It's about networking and building yourself and learning, learning as a whole. And uh, going to HBCU changed my changed my view on that. You know, even going to LaFleur, going to a school that was predominantly black and seeing all these brilliant black minds coming from Phillips, where it's probably 25, 30% black at best. Prior to that, coming from, except for my small, small stint at Booker T, before I went over to Phillips, like I was, before I left Dallas, I was the only black kid in my class, like fourth and fifth grade. So coming to a school that had more black kids, I'm like, this is going to be interesting. You know, can a black education system give me the, uh, the education I need to make it in life? And I think I've done pretty well. Well, we don't have enough time in the show to get to all of mine, but I'll just try to run down a quick list. Some of the less offensive, offensive ones that I would say are like, you know, Light-skinned girls with big foreheads are, like, cold-hearted. They never apologize <laughs> in a relationship. Uh, <laughs> big-breasted women snore. Uh, what? <laughs> anybody, anybody that wears all black Air Force Ones can fight. Anybody that got on some dirty white Air Force Ones still. Um, what else we got? Uh, and then some of, the, some of the more offensive ones are, like, you know, right, right. <laughs> um, some of the more offensive ones are like Razio touched on some of them. Like, you know, what's white is better than what's black. Like what's black is lesser. We see it. We still see that. Like, whether you want to want to admit it or not, like I'm glad we're admitting to ours. A lot of people don't. But whether we want to admit it or not, we do it every year during the war season. Like people still get mad at who doesn't win a Grammy. Or whether we put so much value in a Grammy or an Oscar, but if they win a BET award, that ain't nothing. They just want a BET award. They just want a hip hop award. Like that's nothing. Like mm-hmm. we put so much more value because it's white. You know what I mean? But then we get mad when we feel like they snub a Denzel Washington or somebody that deserved one. So we we do that all the time. Um I had some more offensive. I mean, like, you know, Asians are good in math, like all the typical stuff growing up that you you hear over and over. 
Uh, I believed in some of that. Uh, I did at one time think all, all light-skinned dudes was crazy. Like, it seemed like every time I would talk to a girl and they would be like, man, my ex was crazy. Uh, he was light-skinned, wasn't he? Yeah, how you know? Because, <laughs> hey, you know, they, they don't know how to control their emotions. That's why. So that's before Drake. This is before Drake. That's offensive to me. This is before Drake, yo. Yeah, but you got the mobile stereotypes. You know the whole Lafleur Pretty Boys back in the day. Yep. The chicks from Phillips. All that stuff. You know. Definitely, man. Yeah. I don't know all of that. So I'm, my mind is going blank, man. I had some good ones, but I just wanted to get it out there and uh, see see what some of you guys. Well, you can you can list them for us on the on the Facebook site. Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. what you got for us, man? So, so mine, I was trying to figure it out, but I, I think I'm going to stay along the lines with you guys with what we talked about today. Maybe we can get a theme out of this one. But um, I want to talk about hypocrisy. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Solange. I don't know if you guys know, Solange Knowles cheated on yes. her husband. Um, and if you don't remember, but uh, there was a very, very famous uh, elevator scene where Solange fought Jay-Z for cheating on Beyonce. She attacked that man. <laughs> she did. She did. So the hypocrisy there, why is there any difference? And as family members, as friends, uh, we talked a little bit about, you know, snitching on our friends and telling if our <laughs> friends cheating or being okay with that, but at the same time, you know, being mad if if one of our friends gets cheated on. So I want to ask you guys about what's the difference there, and do you see the hypocrisy? And would you guys tell on you know a, a say a friend who's cheating on their wife, your friends cheating on their wife? Would you say anything or not? Um, <laughs> and <laughs> so that, I guess that's the question. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna first start off and say, maybe you guys know better than I do. I know that had been going around social media, but I have not seen anything that confirms that she cheated on her husband. I know that's the speculation, and some people were posting pictures of her walking next to a guy, but that was like her publicist. So I know that's the the word. Have you gotten confirmation that she did cheat on her husband? I don't, and oh. it doesn't matter. The the question okay. still stands. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, uh, no, I'm not. I, we we said this last week actually, but no, I'm not telling on any of my married friends if they cheat. Also, if you are the type of dude that will tell on his friend that he cheated, you're probably also the dude that wants to get with his wife anyway. So that's why you're telling. Those are the type of dudes that you really got to watch out for. Yeah, but now, now you can't you can't blame him for being a good guy. Even though I would, even though I probably like I can't really rock with him. He's kind of lame. But like you, 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 you're, you're faulting him for doing what sh- what actually should be done. You think men should tell? I think I. I think I, get, a, I mean they're not in the game, so technically they can snitch. Right. No, 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 I'm not. First of all, I'm not telling, but that's because I'm not perfect and God ain't done with me yet. What I'm <laughs> saying is, if you have a good woman who is being dogged out by this guy who deserves better, and she's out of in the, like, it's almost man, y'all sound like Joe the singer now, man. No, I'm not <laughs> telling though. So my thing is, and I, I don't know if we had this conversation before. Like, I put all that stuff on the same level. Like, we get. We put infidelity on this 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 pedestal by itself when it comes to the harmful things to a relationship. You know, if you're abusive, if you're cheating, if you're like doing all these other crazy things, all of this is the same thing for me. It's just as men, we kind of I think that might be the reason cheating gets more gets talked about more is because we will take up for it more than somebody abusing somebody. Like if this same guy was abusing his woman. You'll step up and say something, but would he's you, cheating. Would you? Would you tell her to leave if your homeboy hit the woman, or would you like talk to him and be like, "Hey, man, you need to stop hitting her"? Yeah, or would you I, tell her to leave? I, I can't rock with him. Yeah, I, I can't. Rock, I, I can't rock with. I can't rock with somebody abusing their wife, man. That's definitely. He definitely not gonna do it in front of me. Exactly, a hundred percent. Like we we about to go. 
Like she with me, dog. Like I ain't telling y'all need to break up, but until she can be safe, especially if it's a mutual friend, like she's with us. Like we can talk, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I would expect you guys to do the same with me, but it's all wrong. Now the thing about it is, our that's where snitches get stitches. You know, that's where the cultures really, you know, went to like, well, you can't tell them somebody was cheating. It's just cheating. And that's probably the reason the women get more mad about cheating. It's like, well, you know it's wrong, but you'll let them do this. They do it just as much. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to view it. I don't want it to come across as like it's just cheating. Like when I say I'm not gonna tell on somebody for cheating, it's not because I'm looking at it as just cheating, but I, I view that a lot differently than a man beating his wife because that can literally put her in the hospital or kill her. Now, yes, I know. People have died from cheating because, you know, you get jealous enough, you grab a gun. But the act of cheating is not going to kill that woman versus beating her and all that stuff. So I do. They're they're not on the same field. But just like I would talk to him about beating his wife, excuse me, I would uh, if if he's cheating on her and and I know I I feel like she's a good woman. I'm definitely going to say something like, dog, you you know, you wrong. You foul. You chill out like why are, are you not happy? Like, why don't you just divorce her? You know what I mean? Like, I would talk to him. I think women get this perception that because we say we're not going to tell on our homeboy or or somebody that we know, that we're, like, cheering them on. Like, yeah, man, go ahead, smash. Like, there is an in-between, ladies. There isn't, like, we're always just rooting them on or encouraging them to do it. Like, a lot of times we are actually telling them how they shouldn't be doing it, how wrong they are. But at the end of the day, Sometimes I know when it comes to domestic violence, I said we got to make it our business. But there are other things that I still feel like you need to mind your business on. And that's one of them. I I, I can get it. Um, With all that being said, I still ain't telling, though. (laughs) (laughs) That's just crazy. (laughs) I know what I'm supposed to do. And and listen, neither are they. Neither are they. No, no. Um, And and, and I, I wouldn't expect them to tell. If oh. you know they they're not gonna tell on their home girl. But what if what if all y'all are friends? That's crazy because uh <laughs> never mind. We've lived yeah, exactly. self-involved, but just for the listeners, we've kind of been in that situation before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Proceed, proceed. But no, with the Solange thing. I kind of hope it's true because I want I want to be able to look at all her supporters and call them to the carpet. You like I want to be able to say I want to be able to say where are you guys now because it was she was defending her sister. I hope her husband has a sister. Like I want <laughs> I want his sister to put them paws on. I want Jay Z to. But I. I I would love if it's true. I would love to have been in a room when Jay Z saw that. Like I would have had the biggest yeah. smile on my face. You know, like, like put a hit. Be like, you know, like I need, I need somebody. I'll pay you forty dollars to go beat up Solange for cheating on her husband. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because chicks love forty dollars. That's all it takes. <laughs> I, 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 I still don't know where that came from. Where did the forty come from, man? I don't know. Where did the forty dollars come from? I don't. I guess is that what you get your nails done for? Or something? I don't know. I don't know. I just, that's magic. I just started seeing it all over uh, social media. Like, is that the going like prostitute rate? Well, see, they're not literally saying you can smash your forty dollars. No, no just, I understand that, but I'm just yeah, saying, like, yeah. is that the going rate? So if I give you forty dollars, like, you know, we, we I, good now. You love it. You love me because I gave you forty dollars. I think that's the rate that they know they can ask a man for, and he'll more than likely. Give it. Oh yeah, forty dollars ain't enough to. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's like you know, I, I, I don't. Yeah, I'll slide you forty dollars, but sixty. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. You asked too much now. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. So now we learned something. Message. Uh, yeah, but that's a lot of thing. I, I kind of hope it's true because I want to be able to call her people out that supported the infidelity. Um, what I tell no, what was your other question though? You had something else. You were no, that was about it. I mean, that, that the hypocrisy of you know her maybe cheating, 
versus um you know supporting her sister and then like would you guys tell so i mean you guys basically answered it by saying you know no you wouldn't um which you know shows the hypocrisy of us all in there and 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 i think that's that's normal truthfully i mean i doubt i'd tell but mainly it's because you know it's it's it it really does depend and like i said like i brought up the whole uh, all of us being friends type thing it depends on what's happening what's going on um i you know then i gotta kind of wait like who who am i closer to um you know i i I think man law goes out who who have i known longer that type of thing so you know when when everybody's a friend it's it's a bigger dynamic than just man law versus and you know that's my homeboy uh so i can't tell on him like i i have i have female friends that i've known longer than you know male friends that you know they ended up together so if that dude cheating, even though that's my homeboy, I still got a responsibility to my home girl that I've known longer. I may have grown up with her or something like that, you know. So uh. that everybody kind of thinks of it as man law. It's it's the homie, but the the homie might be a chick. Oh, so hold on, so hold on, hold on, hold on. So you going so if your homegirl you known from high school meets some dude that you you know. You don't even know him. Like y'all get cool through her. No, no, not even. If, no, I'm not saying I get, we get cool through her. I know her and say maybe it's my homeboy from college. They end up meeting at you know something homecoming or something like that. They end up meeting, and they they hit it off. And so I'm friends with them individually, but now they come together. Now mm-hmm. I have to look at it more holistically than just I have one friend in the relationship. I have two friends in the relationship. He cheat. What you gonna do? I'm I'm probably gonna tell my homegirl. I mean, if if y'all homeboy say it was a single friend in the relationship, your single friend, your your actual friend, and you at the movies and you see they lady at the movies with some other dude, are you not gonna tell your homie? Um, yeah, I'm I'm actually scratching my head on that. I really just want to mind my business now. I think I would go up to her, let her know, hey, I see you. So might want to go ahead and come clean with, with, with my boy. But if it's like uh, a really good friend of mine, then, yeah, I'll be hypocritical. I'll probably tell him. No, but you talking about the girl. So you're cool with the girl. you know her since high school. Y'all went to Phillips together. You meet a dude in D.C. They hit it off. They start dating, whatever the case may be. Who am I more loyal to? Yeah, do you automatically did your loyalty automatically switch to him because of man law? <laughs> That's a great what movie. Was that? Uh, oh, oh freaking um, Will Ferrell. That's a great question. He's my boy Blue. I can't even think of it. Old, old school. school. Old, old school. school. Yeah. My dude was an old girl in the bathroom. He's like, oh, you know, you can't tell on me. That's man law. <laughs> <laughs> and then he he looked like a sap in a. Blowing up in his face. So who you telling, Buff? You telling yeah and no? I, I may I may choose to mind my business, and that's that's the honest truth, man. I just listen. It's always tricky when you do that anyway, because you you can wind up becoming the enemy. Like if you say something, the other person will twist it around. Next thing you know, you're like, man. So you trying to break us up? You you lying on my girl or, or vice versa? Like so. So I, just, I actually had that happen. Like like uh, I, it was. It was a um a friend of mine and his wife, he cheated. The wife's friend found out, and the wife's friend told the wife, and the wife got mad at the friend instead of getting mad at the husband. Yeah. I've seen that happen. So ugh. uh so could you at least is a proper protocol to at least walk up to same situation, your homegirl for years, dude, you you know, you kinda know you don't even have to know him that well because it seems like no matter if he's a if it's a guy, man law kicks in and you can't tell. Would you at least walk up to him and let him like, dude, I see you. Like you see me, see you. I'm gonna let you ride this out and see how you play it. Yeah. Is that safe? Yeah, that's possible. 
So, <laughs> Bubba's so dismissive about this. I just, I just, so, I just hope I don't catch any. But I don't. Want, I just is it because it. is it man law or is it just you like minding your business? I like minding my business, man. Really so your home, ch- your home girl got a girlfriend. My home girl got a girlfriend. Your home girl got a girlfriend. Okay. You catch her girlfriend cheating on her. <laughs> he got it. so ain't no man law involved. Ain't no man law involved. <laughs> Are you a, telling? Is, is your own girl a butch or a film? Does well, that matter? <laughs> Does it matter? If, okay. The only one I I'm, just, I'm just messing around, but like it only it only really becomes difficult if like you're uh, cool with both parties. Like if I completely don't know. The other person, then I, I definitely don't have any problem. Okay, uh, so it's telling the person, but I just want to, I, I just want to, I want my base to be that I want to mind my business. I really so, don't want to be put in that situation to tell anybody anything. You know, if you do your third, just don't be in my area. Yes, yeah. Matter of fact, check check in on social media so I'll know to, to avoid that area. Like I just, I want to mind my business. That's all. I'm out here with my side chick. Buff don't come. <laughs> Come on, man. Is that what you want, man? Hey, man. I, I, I must admit, I, I had a, I had a set answer, and you guys have really, you know, tripped me up because when you throw in a different scenario, if you known the woman longer than you know your boy, or the, there's the straight hypocrisy, like. At first, I would always be like, I have no problem telling my boy if I see his girl cheating on him. But if he's cheating on her, I'm not going to say anything. Like, that's complete hypocrisy, and I was readily ready to admit that. But you kind of tripped me up. I think I may just mind my business. You know what? If you, you know, get caught on your own, you won't get caught because of me. It's messed up, bro. That's a bad friend, bro. You're a horrible friend, dog. You you see my old lady out there. (laughs) <laughs> I, I need you to video FaceTime. Here you right. go. Okay. So I, I come tell, I come tell y'all, don't, don't, don't twist it around. See, I knew you was jealous of my marriage from the beginning. You don't like that. My wife know how to make dresses, buff. That's all that is. Like, yeah, so, you want yeah, a piece I, of Jenica Kimberly. That's what you want. You want need, that's what it is. I need you to face, I need you to FaceTime me. <laughs> hey man. That's that's crazy, buff. Uh yeah, man. But that's, that's hypocrisy. So I know our ladies said they want to tell on their homegirls. So when this episode comes out, we definitely need to make a post. Would you tell Would you tell your homeboy on his girlfriend or vice versa for the fellas? Because I feel like women would tell their homeboy. Tell on their homeboy. Nah, I don't think so. I, I think women are more apt to say that situation of they went back as, you know, a male-female friendship and um the the other female was um cheating on their male friend. I feel like females are more apt to tell their homeboy. Oh, so I I, I, I think they will get involved with it and be like, like Buff said, so, mind is business. I think ladies are going to be like, no, you're not cheating on my homeboy. So let me, let me switch back up then. So I'm gonna go back wow. to Buff. So if <laughs> think so? the girls aren't going to tell their homegirl, but if their if their if their man is cheating on them, their homegirl. They tell him. They tell like him. I, yeah. Oh yeah. They matter of fact, they can't wait to tell. <laughs> it's stereotype. And I don't and not only are they gonna tell, they gonna get the other homegirls involved. It's gonna be one big group check. Oh, they but they, they not just telling. See, they're gonna go collect uh, all the like all the, the facts and like have evidence and they're gonna bring it and they're just gonna break it down to you. They're be like, here go her Instagram, we got her name, here's the pictures. They oh, went them, this place. Them professional Instagram stalkers, they be knowing, they be knowing, knowing. We ain't gonna be that elaborate. We just gonna be like, hey, Rosie, with a beer in my hand, handing you a beer, hey, man. Saw Jenica with another dude, man. You can do what you want to. I'll just <laughs> let you know. I know what I saw. So, how he looks. I don't know all that. <laughs> <laughs> I know it wasn't you. <laughs> you he might have been short, might have been tall. I just knew it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah, cause I, cause my thing is, tell me about it, cause I might have known they went out, right? Like, like I I talked about Jenica going to dinner with friends and stuff, uh, so I may have known they went out, but friends at the same time, one on one, she can go to dinner with one on one with a man. 
Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I th- think we talked about that. Yeah, she she has friends that she go to dinner with. Oof. So, but you know, ever it, it's it's few and far between. But it, when it happens, it happens. Now, if you see them in there and they're hugged up, she's sitting on the same booth, you know, same side of the booth with them. Uh, then well, then there might be some uh, problems. The lighting may be better over there. I mean, you don't know. She was showing them some Instagram. She was showing her, her showing her Jenica Kimley Instagram too. Oh, she couldn't see the menu on the other side. <laughs> she was showing her Instagram photos. Yeah, they over there sharing uh, icy or. All right. So b- before we go, so Ferg, you same thing. Sabrina go to dinner with guys. No, Sabrina doesn't do that. But and this might be hypocrisy or this might be double standard but she's never been that type person like if she was had more male friends and stuff like that because i have female friends so like i'll have people hit me up like i'm in i'm in houston you know we might meet up for lunch if i'm on that side of town you know it doesn't happen often i actually had one of my friends hit me up this uh, the other day saying she's gonna be in town uh do we want to meet up i had stuff going on but i didn't think about it you know think twice but the thing about it my wife met her and we were all hanging out uh, a month and a half ago when I was in Atlanta for Buck, uh, Bruce's baby shower. Gotcha. So, so, or like you travel for work a lot. Like if you yeah. hit a city and it's like one of your homegirls live in the city, yeah, you, you can't meet up and be like, hey, I got to get dinner. Yeah. You know, meet at a little yeah. bar or something. But I've always been a social person like that. You know, I, I have way too, I know way too many people. So that's not out of my norm. Like I never go out, never, I don't have any female friends and all of a sudden I'm having dinner with chicks. All of a sudden I'm reinventing myself. Nah, mm-hmm. no, but it is what it is. I ain't telling. So uh, <laughs> fellas, another great call. Any questions, any concerns, anything you want to get off your chest before we leave? Uh, another stereotype I had is that white people can't season food. So just wanted to get that out there. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and, and listen, white people, maybe y'all can, but I'm just saying, I always felt like, you know, if I come eat at your house, I need to bring some hot sauce with me. <laughs> you got your hot sauce in your bag? <laughs> maybe not in my bag, down. but in my pocket. That's hilarious. <laughs> Rising, what's yeah. on your mind? Nah, man. Um, only thing I can think of is uh, the impeachment inquiry started today. That's been fun. And the I don't know if you guys heard about the the Supreme Court case, Byron Allen versus the uh, Comcast. So that's a big deal. If, if listeners, if you haven't looked into it, go look into it because um, it is a huge deal. The Supreme Court case actually happened today, and Truthfully, when you think about it, this is a case almost like uh, Uncle Luke going against the industry back in the day uh, with free speech. So it, it's he's fighting to try to maintain the Civil Rights Act. And that that's how big of a deal this this case is. So uh, or arguments has happened. The Supreme Court ruling should come out sometime mid June, July. The, the Department of Justice has weighed in on Comcast side, of course. Uh, because Comcast is saying that we're not racist and we, um, you know, just haven't given black people a chance to own any media because they just haven't really wanted it. That's kind of their excuse and their reasoning behind it. So kind of sucks, but go check it out. Support Byron Allen, man, um, so that we can actually keep uh, having a chance at owning uh, some media. I just wanted to tag on that real quick, Ferg. Uh, Comcast is also full of it because... They also try to use the excuse, well, we don't have any room on our channel lineup for its channels. But in the same time period, they've added a couple of white owned channels in the same time period that they told them that. So they're full of it. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me. Never mind. I was about to say <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and a all black media channel, 24 uh, hour media channel starting, I think, in December. So if you like CNN, if you like any of the other stations, check this one out, man. Uh, we'll, we'll get the information for it once it launches. Um, check it out. See if you like that. If you uh, like watching the 24-hour news uh, channels, maybe you'll check this one out and like it. Well, all right. Well, what I'm going to close with is, first of all, I want to go back and thank Sherman Cooley for being our first guest on Three Brothers No Sense last week. 
thank all the listeners and people who go to our Facebook page for all their support. Uh, Sherman's writing is great. So if you had to have a chance to check it out, you can definitely find the links or reach out to us on our Facebook page and we can direct you to the right spots. Please check that brother out, support any way you can. He would really appreciate it. And as usual, I'm going to say what I always end with, Six Rules of Podcasts. Listen, like, subscribe, share, comment, and most importantly, listen again. This is Three Brothers No Sense. Appreciate you.